This is Monday, July 24th, and we're continuing our study of discipleship from the Gospel of John, this lengthy teaching of Jesus. The question for today is, can love be commanded? Isn't love an emotion? Now, Jesus is using this bit of time to teach the disciples what it means to follow him. And today we hear Jesus repeat his command to the disciples to love one another. Let's think about his command. Can I command you to be sad right now or to be happy? Is that reasonable? Can we work up our emotions just like that? Can you make yourself feel sadness if you're happy? Do you remember the movie Aladdin? It is the story told by Disney of a street urchin transformed into a prince after he finds a magic lamp. In the lamp is a genie that can grant Aladdin three wishes. He uses his wishes to sweep himself into royalty with the hopes of winning the heart of a young woman. Her name is Jasmine, and she's the daughter of the sultan, the king of the land. But of course, while the genie can do almost anything, he tells Aladdin that he cannot make someone love him. That wish is just not in the cards. The genie is not able to do it. Here's that question about forcing love or making someone love you or love anyone for that matter. Now, here's our scripture text for today. John chapter 15, verse 11 to 12. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Now, these words of Jesus require some investigation and some explanation. First, here is that command to love one another. Why does Jesus issue forth this command if it's impossible to command an emotion? Well, in truth, this love is more than an emotion. It is true that love emanates from the heart, but the biblical concept is related to actions. We do often think of love as an emotion, do we not? It means feeling something for someone. But the problem is that our emotions can rise and fall. They show up and leave us as often as our summer rains do in Florida. Watch a toddler cry for something he or she wants, and then that emotion is turned off in what seems like the twinkling of an eye. We also see couples that pledge to love each other forever, and they end up separating or divorcing. This kind of love doesn't seem to last. It seems fickle. It certainly is not dependable. But Jesus is speaking of, the, of another kind of love. It's unconditional It is a commitment to be for that person, to stand with them, to always be in their corner. They didn't earn it or deserve it, so they cannot lose it or diminish it. Years ago, there was a young woman in our church who became addicted to drugs. She went through every bit of money she had, and then she returned home to live with her parents and even stole their debit card and stole money from them until her parents couldn't take it any longer. They put her out of the house, but they never stopped loving her. You see, even the love of parents is more durable than romantic love. But Jesus is calling his disciples to yet a different love, an unconditional love, a love based on his love for them. It engages the heart for sure, but it's more than feeling. As we've seen, it's action, it's engagement. 
There's a second truth from this passage that we must come to terms with. Jesus has issued this command twice in this short evening that he had with his disciples before he was arrested. Here's from chapter 13. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Now, why does he say this a second time? Is it for emphasis? Yes and no. Of course, he wants the disciples to remember this, but there's more here. Look at the context for Jesus' command. The first time Jesus issued this command, he had just washed the disciples' feet and taught them about servanthood. He was teaching them to serve each other. But the context we have before us today is about the vine and the branches and how no branch can bear fruit on its own. It's also in the context of living in the joy of Jesus. So here is Jesus saying the same thing, but with added meaning. They love as they remain connected to him. This love becomes the manner of their life and their life together. Just as when you immigrate to a new country, you begin to speak a new language, and hopefully over time you become fluent in that language, the idea is to become fluent in the language of love out of connection to Jesus, in friendship and fellowship with Jesus, and empowered by Jesus. Now I want to go back to that genie in the bottle that Aladdin met. Of course, he could not create love. But Jesus can and does generate love in us. We are told later by the Apostle John that we love because he first loved us. That's 1 John 4.19. Yes, this is how we're able to learn this new language of love. It is in connection to Jesus as the branches are connected to the vine and through life in Jesus. This is how we come to love one another. We cannot work it up in ourselves. We can only learn this way of love through our master, through Jesus. Let's pray. Teach us your ways, O Lord, that we may walk in your truth and live in your love and share in your mission in the world. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.